Welcome to E-Society Podcast. Hey, hey, what's up? It's Azizu back again, E-Society Podcast. We talk TV, movies, comics, collecting sports, and everything entertainment. And we're back again for another one of our end-of-year lists. But before I go any further, it's the news. Yo, yo, what's up, everybody? We're back. Um, we dropped our uh, first pod of our best of. So if you guys haven't listened to that, please go listen to that. And oh, man, I don't know what it is. I guess there's solar flares or something happening. And I'm like hella tired for some reason. <laughs> I ain't done nothing all day. Still trying to get myself back into better shape. Gotta go back to work next week. But. Alrighty, we are here with the best comic book films uh, of the year. Are we were all the ones that were in the theater, and there was one that went was on TV. Well, there was a few that were on TV, but I, I didn't see all of them. But uh, I didn't really see any of the. Oh, excuse me. Any of the animated uh, stuff? I know DC always puts stuff out, and I meant to watch some of them, but I, I just missed out completely. Um, but we're going to start off with, uh, TV with, uh, basically Disney plus TV. There was only a couple things on there that I watched and, um, I'm sure this it's all on our list. Your list will probably be way longer than mine as far as the Disney plus stuff. But the only thing that I really have for, uh, TV I'm gonna I'm gonna rank these. Um, I'm gonna start off with Mandalorian. Was it season three or four? I don't remember. Three. <laughs> okay, <laughs> season three of the Mandalorian. I thought it was it was an awesome series, man. Uh, Boba Fett was last year, right? Yeah, but it was at the start of the year. Like it actually started the year before in December, and then ended in uh, January of last year. I don't even remember that I was kind of eh. It wasn't the Boba Fett that I wanted But hey what can you do uh, But uh, Mandalorian Awesome series I mean the first two seasons are amazing um, Is there only just the, the two seasons That are out now in steelbook form Yes that's right okay. The only uh, So far Disney Plus books that we've gotten i got all four first we got loki season one then we got wandavision then we got mandalorian seasons one and two and that's the order in which they arrived so but uh i'm hoping they do even though i was able to get it uh through uh, a connection that uh, you referred me to i'm hoping these ones that they uh, gave up on like willow i'd love to see them do a release for that but i don't know it might be one of those things like uh like a write-off thing like i know the they did with the what was that the the batwoman movie and the wily coyote movie and there was there's something else too where it was like they filmed it but then they decided it was cheaper to tax write it off and have it never be seen than to put it out so i don't know i guess that's what happened with willow i i 
I have no idea. But did they uh, pull it already? Yeah, they, they they pulled it quick. It came out like like December of 2022, and before mid year, like under six months, it was gone off Disney Plus. Damn, they pulled out. It didn't even fast. make it. I don't think to like July. I think it was already. They already pulled it. Did like nobody watch it? I guess um, it had like a small hardcore fan base that really loved it. Um, I didn't love it as much as I loved the original film. I really liked it, and I would have loved to see them continue it. Um, and the fact that they got rid of it made me obviously desire it even more but uh i guess you know glad uh i got that uh that uh connection that uh, you referred me to um actually letting jade borrow it right now <laughs> how, the, how was the transfer did it look good yes all right surprisingly good uh very happy with that I might actually, uh, I think you sent me two options. I might go look at the other one. Cause like I said, I let Jade borrow the first one. I might check out, uh, if the other one is still available, maybe I'll just pick that up. Let her keep the, uh, that first one. <laughs> All right. Well, Mandalorian nice. was, was my first one. As far as the Disney plus TV, what'd you, what'd you have? What's your first one? From the top, my favorite? Start from the bottom. I'm starting from the bottom. I'm going to end with my favorite. Um, I guess at the bottom would be um, Secret Invasion, which I mentioned last time that uh, if there is a bottom of the MCU, it would be Secret Invasion, and that's really disappointing and sad because obviously love sam jackson love nick fury as a character felt like he deserved so much more this could have been so much cooler the whole spy espionage angle uh could have been great but um they really didn't hit on it um they had kind of a action-filled finale with uh kind of a fun character not everybody loved it though uh, it was basically a spoiler alert i know you and probably nobody else cares they, they had the super scroll in the in at the end which had all like the powers of uh, all kinds of different mcu characters so that's cool but yeah it just couldn't save the series and and the story and the writing and it's just too bad like i said because love sam jackson and um i love that he got to come back and and they made the marvels a connection to secret invasion like secret invasion led into to marvels so i'm glad he got to come back and uh he was you know obviously uh to me whatever at least whatever at least he had uh he got to bounce back with marvels <laughs> Uh, I don't know. I tried everyone. I just it was just like, what's happening here? Come on. Um I don't know. Did they need to make it? No. <laughs> but 
See, I, I didn't finish. I, it's not on my list. It's just because I didn't finish it. I was just, I was excited for it when it first came out, and so I was juiced. I was ready. Popcorn in hand. You never finished Moon Knight either, right? Oh, that one was too tough to get that through. That one I, is one of the best shows they've ever made. I, I, I just don't know why you won't watch it. <laughs> it was boring. Nothing was happening. I was like, What do you mean uh, nothing happened? Nothing was happening. It was so boring. This so one boring. was this one was more just as boring. Secret Invasion. I was like, oh, come on. I think it's just you're spoiled with all the other things that came out before all these. I mean, movie wise and TV show wise. I mean, they're they're awesome. The the Marvel stuff that we've had so far, as far as TV, has been amazing. And then you get these two shows, and then just like blong. That was like Endor. Endor was an awesome series, but it was just a really Really slow burn, which I loved, man. I thought that was really cool, but these ones, I was just like, oh. And why doesn't Moon Knight have to do with anything? They just one and done, and that was it. Um, uh, I know Oscar Isaac's up for more, but uh, they have to decide if they want to do more. I know it's critically loved. I don't know how well the numbers are. It did well enough that they didn't completely pull it. Like they do other stuff, but I don't know. Maybe Marvel is different from uh, Willow. Um, I don't know. That's that's more of a Disney thing. I mean, Marvel is or Star Wars or Marvel. I'm sorry, Star Wars is more of Kevin Feige's deal. So I'm sure he would want it there. I don't don't think I don't think they would yank anything. So I I don't even think you got to, to Moon Knight the character. In the show, so I think you're, it's you're 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 judging it unfairly. You I think I got like three episodes character. in, and that was oh, come on. So you did get to Moon Knight, yes. And then I was like, this is not the Moon Knight that I remember in the books. <laughs> so that's all I was like, huh. effects were cool. Oscar Isaac's cool, but couldn't uh, Poe Dameron couldn't save it. So I, I don't know, everyone. Who knows? Maybe I'll go back and, and try it another time. As well as Secret Invasion, I kind of like uh, I'll, I'll I just I just uh, went to something else because yeah. Well, you know I'm on. like a completist. Like I can't not watch it. I have to know everything, so I can't not watch it. <laughs> well, you said Moon Knight had nothing to do with anything, and that was it. So I'm like, that's why I was like, eh, never mind. It so. doesn't. It's its own thing. Yeah, they so yeah. wanted to connect it to Eternals, but they didn't. They decided not to pay uh, what's his name to show up. Kamal. Kamal was going to be the connection, but they decided not to do that. Mm. So, wait. All right. Um, my next one, I watched pretty pretty much the, the whole season of it. Uh, just mainly because my grandsons, I mean, they they love Star Wars, but uh, Star Wars Young Jedi Adventures. It was a cute little show. Um, I assume this was all before they all got killed. So <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, and I think it's almost uh, like a non-canon thing. It's just a for fun kids show, and no, that's fine. Star Wars, no, Star Wars. It doesn't count. All these I don't little think kids get, All these little young Jedi's got killed. 
at one point or another before uh, no. Vader, Vader came in and, and wiped them all out. Because that was the first thing that popped in my head when I started watching this. I was sitting there, and the, and the kids loved it. They have the toys. That's what and, I'm saying. I, I think it's just a for fun thing. I don't think it counts for the Star I mean, they, they mention everyone. So, I mean, they're not, they don't mention Vader or anybody. Or, well, no, Vader wasn't around yet. But I was just, it it was what it was. I mean, did you watch any of it? Yeah, obviously. Yeah, <laughs> but, so I you know, liked it's it. It's for kids. It's for kids. And that's fine. That's, you know, that's more than fine. Yeah, I liked it. I mean, there was another show that was on the, um, the Muppets Mayhem. I wanted to like it, but it was hashtag not my uh dr teeth and the electric mayhem i was just like they, they all to me i'm just i'm so used to the original sounding guys it just didn't it didn't sound like them that's why i was like yeah like with that muppet movie that came out a few years ago every all everybody sounded wrong and i didn't like it so but that's me i was there from from the earlier stuff when I was younger, and it just like the Muppet movies and all that, and, and as well as Sesame Street and everything, and it just it just didn't sound sound the same. But I, I gave the the Muppets Mayhem um, a little bit, and then I was like, yeah, I couldn't take it no more. <laughs> so, but, but young Jedi's, if you got little young guys that, that love Star Wars and everything, um, throw. I'm sure you probably already have. I mean, just throw it on for them. They either like it or they didn't. These guys did it. They sat there with their lightsabers and everything, and I just sat there too and watched uh, what was going on. I liked it. I thought it was a really, really, really cute little show. I, I assume they're gonna bring more. They are. Um, they, you the could blue just... character has uh, a little bit of a fan following. Nubs. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I think you could carry carry this over into other things. I can e- I can even see it going into a little movie if they if they wanted to. Well, but, if they wanted to, you know where you would do it is. Uh, well, no, I take that back because this is set during the before the Empire, so yeah. it couldn't be. I was going to say Skeleton Crew, but Skeleton Crew set after uh, Return of the Jedi in the Mandalorian Ahsoka era, so. Now all these little guys are dead by then, so. But, I mean, they're all cute little characters, man, because you got Yoda right in there, so. Uh, but, uh, again, if you guys haven't seen it, check it out. It's a cute little show. I really love the animation, computer-generated stuff. Uh, it was really cool, and of course they got all this, the the Star Wars sound effects, especially with the lightsabers and everything. I loved how they all had lightsabers. <laughs> I thought that was pretty sweet. But again, uh, yeah, that's why um, I don't even know how many TV shows I got, but this one it was a cute little show, Star Wars: uh, Young Jedi Adventures. Right. Yeah, like I said, since you don't really have like a thing, I guess we could just like kind of talk these out. Um... <laughs> You already mentioned Mando, so I guess I'll just throw some some thoughts on that. Obviously, uh, excited to have Mando back for another season, and uh, I don't. Who knows when we'll see him again? We won't see him uh, this year. Maybe next year. Uh, supposedly, the plan was for uh, them to do Ahsoka and Mandalorian and Skeleton Crew and then send all those characters into a Heir to the Empire movie. So 
I don't know if that's still the plan or that's still what they want to do or when Mando's going to come back. But uh, yeah, overall, I thought uh, it was a good season and had some uh, fun cameos. Jack Black and uh, Christopher Lloyd in that one episode. That was cool. So obviously a lot of uh, Bo-Katan. That was cool. And uh, I loved uh, the scene when um, Grogu got to ride the uh, IG-11 droid and he kept hitting the button. Yes, 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 yes. <laughs> did they make a figure for that? Um, they did in the like expensive version, the... Um, What's it called? The uh, like the hot toys, like the sideshow. Yeah, they made one of those. Uh, I don't think they have the Funko or the uh, Hasbro one yet, though. But mm. I'm sure that's coming because uh, that, especially by the we got time, we got to the end of the season. Uh, obviously, spoiler alert. Uh, we get when we get uh, Gideon in his Mandalorian armor, like. I'm surprised we haven't had that, especially in pop. I I was for sure we were going to get that, like, at some point during last year. Like, that felt like such a thing. And obviously the Praetorian Guards, to see them and everything, that was cool. So the most recent uh, Mando wave had uh, Peli Motto for the first time. Um, really excited to finally get her they had a mandalorian judge uh and then they had grogu in the the pram the little hover vehicle so yeah anyways all right uh my next one i wanted to like it i gave it a few episodes this isn't my pick everyone but i i tried to i was watching that goosebump show um because it was i i guess more serious than the original series for the kids back in the day um and it was okay i, I just i watched night of the living dummy and uh, i started from the beginning and then i just kind of like went yeah okay i see what they're trying to do and just didn't didn't finish it because it, it wasn't like um Oh my god, as soon as the first episode was over, I gotta get to the next one. So that's how I usually judge a show. So but but I as far was as shocked how like some of it was like quite dark. And then like as soon as you thought like, oh man, this is like really heavy and scary and definitely not for kids, then they got kind of silly and brought it back down. And it was like, oh, okay. Now, now we're back down on uh, like a family-friendly kid level, but early on there was some like pretty dark stuff. I thought. <laughs> well, for you, I mean, not me. I was, I was like, oh, okay. It's only because I watch all the the, the crazy hardcore shit. That's why the, these shows uh, don't. I don't think they're all that. I mean, I, I would if if my grandsons were able to sit and understand. Uh, and and watch it. I, I wouldn't have an issue with them watching it. So, but um, 
I mean, I liked what they were trying to do. I don't know if they're giving, getting another season, but I, I liked what they do. They tried to get a little little older audience. Uh, maybe, well, no, they're probably a lot older now, but because what was that, in the 90s when that first yeah. series came out? Yes. So those people are obviously late 20s, almost 30s maybe. I, I don't know, but... But anyway, I thought it was a cool little show from what I saw. I just I just really couldn't get into it. But um, my next pick is going to be Ahsoka. That show was awesome. I loved every second of it. And, and it was amazing. Uh, the cast, everybody that had something to do with it and everything. It's sad that we lost Ray Stevens. Stevenson. He was an awesome character. Uh, Mary Elizabeth Winstead, I just love her, period, and everything she does. I thought she was awesome. But um, the, what was her name? Shin Hati, was that her mm-hmm. name? Yes. Uh, Ivana Sakna- Saknaho, I don't know how to say her name. She was awesome. I really liked uh, her character and, and everything. Uh, but the, And, of course, Hayden Christensen coming back as uh, Anakin, as well as Darth Vader, was amazing. And just everything about it. Rosario Dawson just killed it as Ahsoka. Uh, we got her in uh, the earlier seasons of Mandalorian. So that was kind of the teaser of what we were going to get. But once her TV show came out, man, this show was amazing. I loved it. So I assume since they are released, they released all those other ones. Um, I assume Ahsoka and Obi-Wan will be out. Jeez, when did WandaVision and all that come out? That was like a couple years ago, wasn't it? Yeah. And they just not came. was like 20, wasn't WandaVision like 21, 2021? Yeah. That's the one I want the most out of everything. Um, I still saw, uh, I saw my Walmart. Not getting, that one's not getting uh, another season. But what it is getting is uh, the Agatha show, Coven of Chaos, is uh, one of the few Marvel uh, Disney Plus shows coming out this year, so I think it's actually the one live-action uh, Marvel MCU show we're getting this year, besides Echo, which is about to come out. Yeah, we'll get that one soon. I know that's going to be on my list next year for sure. Uh, but I did like um, what's her name, Catherine Hahn. I loved her in uh, WandaVision. I thought she was awesome. I just love her period and everything she pops up in. I really loved her in Parks and Rec. She was awesome. But uh, Ahsoka, I mean, I'm sure you guys have already seen this, but it was amazing. I watched this se- this season twice, <laughs> so um, hopefully we get more. I mean, that's about it. I mean, Azario Dawson is she's Ahsoka Tano, so uh, hopefully she just rides it out. Don't be like, um, oh, yeah. what's his nuts that just said I give up on Star Wars? Kylo Ren, uh, Adam Driver. I was reading something. He's just, eh, I'm good. I'm done. Well, he's he dead. is done. He's dead. <laughs> <laughs> well, he is know. done, yeah. I mean. I don't know. I mean, yeah. His character's dead, but, I mean, so was Hayden Christensen. And he came back at some point. Uh, I, If, if, if they backed that money truck into his driveway just to make a, a little cameo for whatever, maybe he will in uh, Ray's movie. I don't know. I mean, I'm sure he'll take it. I mean, it won't. It's not something like, oh, it's something you, you're a big part of the movie. So I don't know. We'll see whenever that 
gets going. But uh, Ahsoka, that's that was the next one on my list, and it was an amazing show. Yep. Uh, echo everything you said, obviously. Uh, obviously, I loved it, especially uh, having kept up with the Clone Wars and Rebels and seeing all the connections we get from that. Um, especially even in the end and it makes you wonder um what will they do with ray stevenson's character when they continue either with the movie or another season of ahsoka because that's something uh, especially important to clone wars the mortis gods so it was amazing to see the statue of uh the father and the son, and then the crumbled statue of the daughter uh, there in live action. That was incredible. And it, it actually even makes it more sad, that final scene with uh, Ray Stevenson, because we know he won't continue with that storyline. So, like I said, will they recast or will they just not mention Balin Skull anymore? I don't know. Obviously. No, I I think since he's such a big character, especially with the stories leading after this, he they would just have to find someone else. Yeah, yeah, you would think so. You would he, hope, but uh, yeah, I mean, uh, another thing I loved I loved about it was uh, the combat we got, the uh, lightsaber combat, uh, oh, especially awesome. between. Uh, I always love like. I, I mention this all the time, how uh, the Force Awakens forest battle between Rey and Kylo is one of my favorites since they're so raw and and unexperienced and, and all over the place. I felt like we had a little bit of that vibe with uh, Sabine and Shin in the forest. I thought that was a really cool battle. And then you contrast it with a more higher level mastery between uh, Ahsoka and Balin. Like, that was a really cool contrast battle i thought that was really cool so uh and then obviously getting uh hera and chopper and jason sandula it makes you wonder if uh he was a tease could he be part of this these this uh, young group the skeleton crew uh wonder if that was part of the tease for skeleton crew who knows um the one thing we didn't get, which was a little disappointing, was uh, Zeb showed up for a scene in Mandalorian, which was amazing because I didn't know if they'd ever do a live action Zeb. And the fact he didn't show up in Ahsoka was a little disappointing because it was so such a continuation of the Rebels story. And um, even if it was just for that final scene when um, Ezra comes back and he takes off the helmet, like if if Zeb was was standing there in that group with Hera, that would have been really cool. And like, a you know, Rebels reunion kind of way. But uh, I guess that'll have to wait for either the movie or season two or whatever. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I think this this series hit so big uh, for for Disney Plus. They got to make another one. They can't just one and done it. So, but I don't know. We'll see. I mean, we're we're not in charge. If we were in charge, man, everything would still be going. But 
uh, even Willow, which I didn't finish. <laughs> so, but I don't know what it was about that. But it was cool. I love, I love the character, but it just didn't. It just wasn't the same like as the movie. Same thing with that Dark Crystal series. It just wasn't as good as the the movie one. It, it was, was fun. The idea that whatever it was, like thirty years later, and yeah, you're coming back like that. That part's fun, even though I was like, oh, it's going to be set exactly. It's not because like Alora Dannon is like in her teens. So it's technically only that long after the the movie. (laughs) (laughs) So it's not like 30 years. (laughs) Well, but yeah. How many more of uh, I got one more That's my number one on this list How many more do you have I guess I'll just mention uh, What if um, Because we got that And I loved uh, The way they dropped it The whole One episode a day Especially like leading up to Christmas They started a few days before Christmas and then on Christmas Eve, they had the Christmas-themed episode. What if uh, Happy Hogan saved Christmas? Uh, that was really cool. And then they had uh, a lot of uh, impressive, like, voice returners. Uh, got Cripps Hemsworth coming back to play Thor in multiple episodes. Kate Blanchett playing Hela. Uh, uh, Tom Hiddleston playing Loki, The Return. Uh, Obviously, uh, Favreau playing Happy Hogan. Uh, I think two of the only characters where, I guess it's not surprising they didn't show up, but they didn't show up was uh, they had to use, Downey didn't play Iron Man. Uh, Chris Evans didn't play Cap. And... uh, Black Widow wasn't played by Scarlet, so they they used other voices for that. But uh, obviously, and the other day, uh, we mentioned the Kaori episode. That was really exciting. Uh, would love to see her enter uh, the live action MC Universe 2 uh, at some point. So well, we'll see after Echo. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'll definitely be curious. Um, I got a feeling she's just playing whatever random character there, like, and it's not Kaori, but I don't know. We'll see. I mean, we're going to go, wait, what's a Lord Dannon do? A Lord Dannon from Reservation Dogs. <laughs> I don't even know her character's name in uh, Echo, but I don't know. We'll see how it goes. Um, Let's see. Would they have to use her if they brought Kahori into live action form. She's Julie slash Bonnie. So she's either playing split personalities or twins or something like that. So I get, it's not impossible for her to be Kahori also, but no. they probably would, I, not. But I think they would get someone else. Yeah. So I don't know. I mean, did, we would love to see her, but she's already an echo. That's right. the thing, because majority of the people don't even know who she is. The uh, actor, yeah. Devery Jacobs. Right. So, I mean, we know who she is, <laughs> but 
I don't know, everyone. Well, I guess we'll just wait and see uh, what they decide to do. But it's interesting that they're dropping all five episodes at once, and not only on uh, Disney Plus but Hulu also. And it's funny. I don't know if you noticed all the social media ads going around for it. It's like actually encouraging. It's like set your profile to mature to watch this. <laughs> all right, whatever. <laughs> but I'm gonna watch it no, no matter what. But you got any other ones before we get to obviously what the number one is? <laughs> Uh, no, just to also wanted to throw out, they, uh, already, I mentioned this to the other day that, uh, they already threw out the teaser for uh, season three of what if, so, uh, makes me wonder if we're indeed getting that this year or not, because we actually are getting, we're only getting, uh, like I said, Agatha coven of chaos as far as live action, but, uh, as far on the animated side, there's supposed to be X-Men 97 coming out this year. Uh, Spider-Man animation is coming out this year. And something else I'm forgetting. So, but yeah, yeah. What if uh, we'll continue? So, and uh, hopefully they continue that, uh, that tradition of the dropping the one a day. That was really fun. I like that. So, but yeah, we can get on to the, last one all right uh the number one movie or movie the number one tv series uh for us uh with marvel or disney plus uh was season two of loki oh my god this was so good we got uh short round key q kwan or however you say his name uh and he was amazing uh yeah we got the jonathan majors guy kang and was it his fault that we're not getting to season three? That's what some people were saying. <laughs> I mean, but I, they could have continued, just recasted, and then kept Loki going because the way Henderson was talking before season two was, or was like, yeah, I'll I'll continue to play Loki is is from here on out. So I was like, oh man, we, we, we hopefully we'll just get more. But the way this one ended. I think that was it for Loki. I don't know. He, he'll eventually for come now, back. I mean, he showed up multiple times in uh, What If. That's so. What If, though. That's not a part of. It is the, part the of MC. it. It can't be because they're all it is What Is. Part of it. They uh, they showed it clearly. Spoiler alert. They uh, showed it. Uh, it's part of it. Then it's well, I guess with the this new multiverse that they're creating, that's messing everything up. Why not? <laughs> because Loki proved it. Uh, with the um, what were the police called? The the Timecock people. Um, TVA. Yeah, them. It was a little confusing, but it, I mean, it was cool. I liked it, man. It kept you on your feet. It kept my attention every single episode. And every time an episode ended, Eric and I were like, ah, because we had to wait for another week. And it sucked that they only kept giving us just six episodes. Uh, and and that was it, man. I was like, "Come on, you guys are killing me!" Especially for a show like this, which is awesome. Also, obviously has a huge 
uh, audience to watch it. I mean, they could have gave us a few more. And this being, they all knew this was going to be the final season for now. I mean, they could have gave us a few more episodes into this. But I love the way it ended. Uh, Tom Hiddleston, he's Loki. No one else could be Loki. But this oh, is yeah. the this is the second Loki. But there's other billion Lokis out there since we since they started right. the show. But as far as, as MCU goes and movie wise The first Loki got killed By Thanos and this was the one That took the Tesseract And shot back And everything so But um, I don't know what else to say man this, it, was just, it was just an amazing uh, Series it was an amazing Season and I loved everything about it Special effects top top shelf Special effects, man. I mean, they, they obviously threw all the money into it. Um, they said the budget was $441 million. Uh, that was just for season two. Or not for it. $141 million. Uh, so, but, I mean, that's a lot. I don't know how much Loki and, and the actors all got, but um, it, it was an amazing. He got Academy Award winner in it as well. Um, I think they filmed all this before the everything. Else. I don't know if they did it after, but whenever they did it, it was amazing because Key's character was was awesome. Uh, I loved him. I can only see short round or data. That's it. That's all I see. <laughs> so, but the whole series was amazing. I mean, season one and two, I just loved it. And Jonathan Majors, man, I mean, that's your life. You do what you you want to do, but. I don't know. I'm not gonna be like one of some of the fans that were like, "Ah, it's his fault. This is it's it's ending." I mean, I don't know. I maybe this is this was the original idea. We're only gonna do two seasons and and end it. But I don't know. But it was an amazing series. This is obviously my number one pick for uh, the Disney Plus stuff. Yep. And, yep. Same here. Uh, obviously. Um, and yeah, it's too bad because uh, I thought. Uh, Jonathan Majors was great, both uh, as He Who Remains, as Kang, and then as uh, his uh, character in 1893, the timely guy. I thought he he played him great, but, uh, you know, whatever. Obviously, what he did was uh, completely terrible, and it cost him his career, and it really did. I imagine he's done it sounds like you know his agency dropped him and uh, i'm sure nobody's uh really gonna be in any kind of hurry to uh sign him or show him in anything again i mean as we've seen with uh you know troubled uh actors before um what was his name that uh comedian he was in all the he was in all the comedies like uh, Pineapple Express. You know what Which I'm talking one? about? No. Who's in Pineapple Express? Seth Rogen and uh, James Franco. Franco, yeah. Franco is basically blacklisted. You don't see him anymore since he got in trouble. And uh, Kevin Spacey, you know. When you cross the line with these things, you know, you're done. 
So I imagine that's what it is for uh, majors now. It's too bad because he was doing well there, you know. Here's something. Will we ever see James Franco again? And should we? <laughs> In the last year, I, I don't know when did this happen. This was this obvious happened a while ago, didn't it? Yeah, it happened a while ago. And like I'm saying, like when you're done, you're done. Like when you're when you're out, you're out. <laughs> when you cross the line, when you mess up, you don't come back. So that one guy, I think he went to jail. One that was uh, touching, harassing people. The, the what's his name from? Um, Spacey, Kevin Spacey. No, the Masterson guy. He was on that oh, show. Yeah. The oh Ranch. no, he's like, yeah, he's he, like. He went to jail, like, I think. Jail, like, yeah, yeah, years and years, like, long time. Yeah, he's he's toast. So. It says Franco was accused of multiple accounts of sexual misconduct, including assault and predatory behavior. I don't know, man. It's it's a it's a new Hollywood. Um, obviously, they were getting away with it throughout the years uh, and everything. Early early Hollywood, maybe even from the beginning. Sure. And now people are are, are uh, not afraid not afraid to speak up. So, but I don't anyways, know. Yeah. To <laughs> turn it back to Loki and the good stuff. Um, I did really love that uh, 1893 episode, everything about it. Uh, the Miss Minutes effect that they did where they made her look like an old-timey cartoon. That was really fun. And uh, they even like uh, made her scary in some moments. That was really fun. But like everything you said, too, about uh, uh, Ki-Yu Kwan's character, uh, he was really fun. I uh, can't wait to pick up uh, his pop. Uh, yeah, yeah, that's definitely number one on my list too. So, yeah, I guess that'll do it for uh, for our TV selections. Yeah, we still got another TV episode. That's just regular TV. Mine's going to be short. I'd really have to dig through and see what I what I watched. I already know what my number one show is, but. At number one and two, what we'll see. But anyway, uh, I'll start us off with uh, comic book movies. Um, so how, are we going to do this like I go, you go five, I go five, four, three? Are we going to do just, it that way just, or just start? Or how many? How many do you have? Ten. Up, if you bring up the the one I say, I just say what number I had it at or something. No, just go in. What? How many do you have? I have ten. Five, six. All right. Well, let me do my first seven, and then you can, or the, my first. Uh, but there's a good four. chance mine are in there. Well, That's just well, it's like, all right, man. Well, when when you get to it. Um. So let me let me do the first my first four, and then then you can start. <clears throat> all right. Uh, my my well, number should ten. Should I just t- when you mention it? Shouldn't I just mention where I have it? No, just don't say anything. Just wait until oh, okay. you get to your list. <laughs> All right, number 10. I'm going to start off with Shazam, Fury of the Gods. Uh, I liked it. It was cool. It wasn't as good as the first one, but um, I'm, I was happy we got another one because everyone was going, ah, oh, man, we're not getting any more. So I was like, uh, okay. Um, I was I was waiting for uh, Black Adam to step in, but now we uh, 
I guess uh, The Rock ruined that for himself, but I don't know. Well, yeah, whatever. I, I liked uh, Black Adam anyway, but this one was cool. It was a fun little uh, family-friendly uh, movie. Uh, again, wasn't as good as the first one. Um, bestowed with the powers of the gods, Billy Batson and his fellow foster kids are still learning how to judge teenage life and what their adult superhero alter egos when they eventually trio of uh, accident gods arrives on Earth to search for magic stolen from a long time ago, Shazam and his allies get trust get thrust into the battle of superpowers, their lives, and the fate of the world. Um, yeah, this one was pretty sweet, man. I liked uh, what was going on. Uh, everybody in it was awesome. Uh, what's his name? He is uh, Shazam, Zachary Levi, and Billy Batson. Uh, Adam Brody, he's awesome. I, I love him. Every even the kids. That, that portrayed them. They were all really cool. Helen Mirren as uh, was it, Hespera. She was cool. Lucy Liu as uh, Calypso. I love Lucy Liu. I mean, but the movie was what it was. I liked it. It, w- it was really good. Um, I don't know if Zachary Levi is going to be Shazam or if they're even going to bring in Shazam uh, again. But I'm kind. I'm happy we got these films. I thought it was really cool. I grew up with the TV show. Uh, on on TV, other I think it was the seventies, late seventies, uh, Shazam show, goofy, but it was cool. But to see this again, I remember when they first announced the first movie, I went Shazam, really, and then when I saw who Shazam was gonna be, uh, AKA Captain Marvel, I was like, oh, okay. But then when I saw the movie, I was like, man, that movie was really good. So I liked it. But yeah, Shazam: Fury of the Gods is my number ten. I think I'll just throw in the number because there's no point in me bringing up the same movie again and reintroducing it. So I'll just say that was at number seven for me. All right. Uh, my number nine is Ant-Man and the Wasp, Quantum Mania. Uh, this one was good. I liked what was going on. Of course, we got Bill Murray in it and everything was cool. Um, I don't know why everybody hated it so much. I mean, I didn't. I, I thought it was a good movie. <laughs> so... Um, Paul Rudd, uh, and Evangeline Lilly. What was her name in Lost? Um, Kate. Yes. Uh, the beautiful Michelle Pfeiffer, and of course, Jonathan Majors as Kang and everything. But it was cool. I mean, I liked this movie. I thought it was good. Eric and I went and seen it. Uh, and then we did get the very, very ending. We did get the, um, the, the Loki, uh, scene. And I was kind of like, what, what is this going to, what does this got to do with it? And we didn't realize it until Loki on what was going on. So I thought that was all cool. But Ant-Man and the Wasp find themselves exploring the quantum realm uh, and tracking the strange new creatures and embarking on an adventure that pushes them beyond the limits of what they thought was possible. Um, but yeah, this one was really good. I liked what was going on. I watched it uh, a couple times and I missed the steel book. Did you get it? I which one do I have? Did I get the steelbook or did I get a different version? I did get the steelbook because starting at Love and Thunder, they quit doing the Target version. So from Love and Thunder, Wakanda Forever, Quantumania, Guardians Three, uh, it's it's steelbook for now. So I should have been doing it before. 
that's what i was doing <laughs> but, but you know yeah i worked with what i had here locally which i don't have the best buy here and i did have a target here so it just made it easy you know pick it up in person so but now i gotta order online walmart's the one that's hitting out of the park now with the steel books everyone so best buy is about to quit yeah. uh, with with them so get Sad in there pop. get in there uh where'd you put this one I had Quantumania at number five, and yeah, I really liked it too. I also uh, disagreed with people. I thought it was really fun. I thought it had like a, a nice like throwback vibe even to it. Like it felt like a 70s, 80s sci-fi type movie with some kind of silly fun stuff thrown in there. So uh, from like Bill Murray's character and just the creature designs and whatnot and just the quantum realm itself um like i just mentioned him in loki i thought uh majors was great as kang and uh, had he not messed up in real life uh would have been great for the mcu going forward but uh yeah they can just move on from that now i mean and they did do that whole uh council of kang which is a thing from the comic book that was also in the end credits but that's like i guess you could say the only open thread of kang because they had the council of kang in that one mid-credit scene yeah all right my number eight this was a graphic novel uh the zisu gave his two cents on it um i found i just got to it so but this is um this is what this one's on netflix the killer after a fateful near miss of an assassin battles his employers and himself in an international manhunt, the insist insists that it isn't personal. This starred Michael Fassbender, Tilda Swinton, Charles Parnell, uh, Arliss Howard, and a bunch of other people. This movie was awesome. It was really slow, but uh, Michael Fassbender is what saved it for me. I just liked how smooth he was. Um, he wasn't smooth. He messed no, up. He made mistakes. No, his acting. <laughs> he just didn't. He, he he didn't. Everything I've seen him in, he's been awesome. I mean, even as far as uh, Magneto uh, and everything, which we'll probably never get. I would love for him to be Magneto, but I don't know. We'll probably find someone else. But I thought it was a cool little story and uh, everything. Because after I watched it, I didn't know it was a graphic novel. So I was like, well, what is, where did this come from? So I looked into it, and it was a graphic novel. <laughs> so I think it was a French graphic novel. So I was like, oh, man, this was awesome. So, of course, I'm going to throw it in this list. Um, I haven't read any of these books. So I, I think there's a, a big series. I don't, I don't know how many books there is, but uh, I want to see it. Um, ooh, it looks like there's a lot. Um I'm not even gonna. I'm not even gonna try with these titles because it, it's all in French. But uh, it was a cool little movie, man. I liked it. I thought it was really cool. Will they give us more? I don't know. <laughs> but I thought for what the movie was, I liked it. I really enjoyed it. Uh, try not to be tired because uh, it was a lot of talking. Uh, but it was really cool. I liked what was going on in this. I wonder how the books are. I mean. I know they kind of they have to dramatize it up for a movie, but um, 
Yeah, I don't, I don't know. Maybe the books are are slow too. But I thought it was a good movie. I mean, obviously you guys have Netflix and you haven't seen this or just kind of scrolled past it. I say give it a shot. But again, just remember, don't don't expect uh, action packed film. It, it there's action in, in it and killing and all that, but it's just slow. It's a David Fincher film, so if you know how his films are, that's what he did for this. So and I love uh, that I love that vibe. I love uh, he works with uh, Nine Inch Nails guy to do the score. I always love the scores he has. I love the atmosphere and the the way things are like that foggy uh, when he goes to hunt that guy down in Florida. That like just the vibe there is really cool with the fog and whatnot. That's uh, one of the cooler scenes to me. Uh, this one definitely was the contender. Like I said, like uh, I, I appreciated it more after the first viewing when we got to talk about it. Like uh, it made me think about it more and talk about it more and appreciate it more. Like uh, like I thought I would. So it was contender for uh, my end of year top ten list. But uh, if we put it on comics here, I guess uh, not knowing. I uh, whatever. I guess it's going to be at eight. <laughs> you didn't know this was a graph. I didn't know it was. I had to look into it. <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, like I said, it it had a chance at, at my uh, regular top ten list. So <sighs> I don't think it, it might. If it if it does make my list, I don't know. I, I still got to recalculate. Well, I got one more movie to watch. I, no, two more uh, to watch. But I'm pretty it's sure. Funny, I, I've <laughs> watched like three or four. Like wondering if they could make it, and while all been pretty good, none of them have been like that's going on the list. <laughs> There's one that I missed completely in the theater that, that I bought the Blu-ray that I gotta watch. So, and I'm pretty yeah. sure it'll make my list. Everybody, yeah. but I keep we'll, hoping that one of them will will hop on the list. But we got a lot of good ones, but not uh, you know, it's. It's actually bringing stuff. It's propelling stuff from earlier in the year that was on my maybe list. Now that's bumping onto the list. The maybes are creeping in. <laughs> <laughs> well, all right. Uh, where I'm okay. Number seven for me. Uh, this is the Marvels. Uh, I thought this movie rocked. I don't know what uh, all these women hating superhero movie guys uh, thought, but uh, Carol Danvers. Gets her powers entangled with those of Kamala Khan and Monica Rambeau, forcing them to work together to save the universe. Directed by Nia DaCosta and stars Brie Larson. Ooh, I can never say this guy's, this gal's name. Is it T- Tiana Paris? Is that her name? Monica Rambeau. Iman. Ooh, hers too. Val- Valani. Uh, Sam Jackson. And a bunch of other people in this one. Um, I loved it. I just could not wait to see more of Kamala Khan because uh, Miss Marvel was amazing. I love that series so much. So, but uh, it was cool. I mean, and I like Brie Larson as Captain Marvel. I didn't get all butthurt with all the stuff that she said and everyone else flipped out and tried to cancel her uh, and everything. Just pull your big boy panties up. Stop being a bitch. Anyway. Um, but the Marvels, this movie was awesome. I loved it. I loved every minute of it. Um, it's not out yet, is it? It so. is not. Okay. Usually, most of these movies, man, are, are 
looking at my other movie list. Uh, not all of them are out yet, but anyway. But this movie was hella good. I loved it. Uh, I loved all the action and everything. I really loved the little um, singing planet or wherever they were. I thought that was cool. I kind of wanted a little bit more of that. But then that one guy, the the prince dude. Um, did this guy? Is this the guy that died? What? Oh no! Don't no. This okay. This isn't. There was a dude they were saying that was in uh, Parasite. Oh, passed away. Yeah. Yeah. No. This this isn't him. This this was a, another guy. But uh, the guy that played the prince, I thought he was cool. But he he was only in it for a minute or two. But I liked that whole planet and everything. I thought it, I thought it was awesome in this. But I really enjoyed this movie. Um, obviously, I'm gonna get the steel book when it comes out. And um, will we get more of it? I don't know. And MCU's starting all over again, so we'll see. But each, each time, uh, what's her name? Brie Larson, Captain Marvel, uh, Carol Danvers, when the the her solo film um, was it Endgame when she came? Yeah. Not Endgame. Um, yeah, okay, Infinity War. End, Endgame. Yeah, when she popped up in that, I didn't like the short hair, but I thought she was I thought she was pretty sweet in this. But I I don't have an issue. With uh, any of it, I don't know why everyone just hated this movie so much. I thought it was a really good film. I enjoyed it. And that's uh, coming in at number seven. Yeah, all the way up at number three for me. Uh, big fan of the film. Uh, loved the way it moved. It was actually uh, on the shorter side. It's one of the shorter MCU movies there are. But yeah, had a lot of fun. And uh, Goose and the Flirt Kittens were a lot of fun. And like I said... Uh, a little bit of redemption for uh, Fury after uh, the disappointment of Secret Invasion. So, yeah, had a lot of fun. Uh, it was cool how involved uh, Kamala's Miss Marvel was and uh, makes you wonder what's next for her. Are we going to eventually see uh, Kate Bishop and Cassie Lang and... Young Avengers at some point or West Coast Avengers. I'm not West Coast. Come on, give me a real West Coast Avengers, but I don't know. I don't know what they're doing, everyone. <laughs> we just got to wait and see now. But all right. Um, what was that? Your number three? Is that what you had it? Yes. All right. Well, you had six, right? Uh, I've just like been adding numbers as you've said it. So, like I said, I got Killer at 8, Shazam at 7, uh, Quantumania at 5, Marvel's at 3. So, all right. I'm adjusting as we go. All right. My next one, number 6, uh, Blue Beetle. Um, This one, uh, I didn't even know this movie was coming out until the trailer came out. And I was like, oh, okay, whatever. So, I went and saw it that uh, that night it came out. And this movie was awesome. Uh, I loved it. I don't know that much uh, about the character, but this Blue Beetle isn't the first Blue Beetle. This is, uh, I assume, the second coming. Uh, an alien scarab chooses Jaime Reyes to be its symbolic host, bestowing the recent college uh, graduate with a suit of armor that's capable of extraordinary powers, basically Iron Man. Uh, however, changing his destiny and becomes the superhero known as the Blue Beetle. This was directed by Angel Manuel Soto. 
What else has this person done? Um, some things I never heard of. But uh, this stars uh, Zolo. I can never say this guy's last name. I'm not even going to try. Uh, Jaime, he played Jaime Reyes. A Bruna Marquez. I can't even pronounce her name. Uh, Becky G, Damian Alcazar, uh, the awesome George Lopez, uh, Adriana Bizarra, Belissa Escambito. She was my favorite in it. Uh, Susan Sarandon, uh, Harvey Gulian, I think that's his name, and a bunch of other people in this film. But I liked it. I thought it was awesome. I just went in there kind of just not really knowing much of it. I do remember the character. But it wasn't it wasn't a character that oh man I had to read every issue I mean I knew I knew of Blue Beetle, but this like I said this is uh, the I assume the second coming of it, and I thought it was pretty good I really loved the whole um the family aspect of it all, how his family was all there for him and everything and I loved all the the Spanish speaking stuff, um like I said when I gave my first review of it I saw it with a with a whole. Uh, Spanish-speaking crowd and everybody, because not all the thing, all the Spanish was subtitled, so there was some stuff being said. I understood some of it, and everyone started laughing at some things that were being said. But overall, I thought the movie was awesome. I thought my uh, theater experience watching it uh, that opening night was awesome, and I was just, I was amazed uh, on what I saw on the screen. All I saw was basically Iron Man, the DC form, but it was still cool, though. I liked what was going on. If you guys have HBO Max and you haven't seen it, definitely check it out. I thought it was an awesome film. And, yeah, Blue Beetle is coming in at my number six spot. Did you end up watching this? I did. I saw it in theaters, and I thought it was all right, but I guess it was also completely forgettable because I didn't remember this at all. So it's going to come in at uh, number nine. For me, um, I thought it was good, and maybe I would watch it again, and maybe I'd uh, like it then. It's interesting. Like, it's hard to believe anything they say, because obviously the new DC universe is coming, and you got things like uh, Jason Momoa saying it feels like it's over for him and with Aquaman and whatnot. But I remember in the lead up to this coming out, how James Gunn was like, no, this guy is Blue Beetle and he is Blue Beetle for the DC universe going forward. It's hard not to just think that was trying to sell the movie back then. So it's hard to know if there's any real truth to the fact of if the character will move on. But uh, I guess we'll see. Right. Well, they mentioned Superman and Batman. So. Um, and then they didn't, they didn't show him, but I mean, I, I would, I'd be fine with this kid going on because Cobra Kai is coming to an end. We got one more season and that's it. And I believe it's coming out this year. Um, so it's not like he'll be tied up with that. I mean, he can knock out Cobra Kai and then start working on blue beetle too. I don't know. I want to see this kid uh, continue as his character. Cause I really bought it. Uh, I loved what was going on in it, and his family has to be in it again, as well as George Lopez and his sister. I mean, I think that, it, like I said, the whole family values that they had in it, um, it was something that really made me enjoy this film. Because that's how, like, I, uh, 
like Shazam, the first one, how all the family values are now, and it was like a family, a strong family uh, together, and then they be, all became superheroes, and I, mean, I thought that was awesome. So, But I really loved this film. I thought it was awesome. I watched it a couple times uh, on Max once it hit. So, But if you guys have not seen it, I say check it out. But all No right. spoiler alert for your uh, TV list, but uh, you mentioned uh, Cobra Kai. Is the Cobra Kai spinoff uh, obliterated? Is that any good? Which one? The Cobra Kai, the people that made Cobra Kai, they made uh, Obliterated, the Netflix show. Oh, is that any good? Yeah. <laughs> I guess not. <laughs> you guys watch it and be the judge uh, of it. <laughs> so, but anyway, um, where are we? Okay. Number five, I am coming in with uh, this is the last uh, comic movie I just saw and kind of mentioned it on, I think, 300. I don't remember. Uh, Aquaman, The Last Kingdom. Um, or Lost Kingdom, I'm sorry Let me see, where are we, where are we Uh, Black Manta seeks revenge on Aquaman for his father's death Wielding the Black Trident's power He becomes a formidable foe and defend Atlantis Aquaman forwards an alliance with his imprisoned brother They must protect the kingdom Directed by James Wan And this stars Jason Momoa, Patrick Wilson, Amber Heard Oh, this guy's um, Yahya Yahya Yah. I don't care. Abdul Mateen the second. I can never pronounce his name. He was Black Manta. Nicole Kidman, Academy Award winner. Nicole Kidman, uh, the awesome Randall Park, uh, Tamir Morrison, uh, Martin Short. He was awesome. Uh, the great Dolph Lundgren. Uh, what's his name? Sala from Raiders of the Lost Ark. John Rhys Davies, he plays um, the the Brain King, Dingy or whatever his name was. He was awesome. And then there's a bunch of other people in this one. Uh, I was not super excited for this. And then I was like, okay, it's coming out. And then I said, well, I got to see it before uh, the year's up. And then I asked Eric, do you want to go see this? He was like, yeah, okay, I like the first one. So we went and saw it. But my uh, small little quick review on one of the episodes we did uh i'd said i liked it i liked it better than the first one i thought this all the comedy in it was awesome uh once uh arthur curry aka aquaman teamed up with his brother patrick wilson king orm i thought uh patrick wilson i thought he was better in this one than he was in, in the first film uh, yeah amber heard mira i don't know why they kept saying that they were going to cut her scenes from it and she wasn't in it i just figured since this is the end of this DCEU they said F it just throw her in it And she's not coming back if they Bring Aquaman back so I don't know But uh, Nicole Kidman She was awesome in it Dolph Lundgren got to Shine a little more uh, in this And uh, Tamira Morrison As Tom Curry he's awesome As well but uh, I really love This film I'm definitely going to pick it up once it Comes out will we get a still book I don't know Fingers are crossed but Um I'll definitely watch it once they it drops on uh, again once they drop it on uh, Max because I thought this movie was pretty awesome. I loved it. Um, I was not that big of a fan when we found out who Aquaman was going to be. Uh, we had the first time we saw him was in um, the Batman v Superman when they just showed him really quick, and we actually didn't get him until Justice League. But I was like, I mean, I love Jason Momoa. 
even though he bumped me and didn't say sorry. Um, I thought he was cool. I liked him as Arthur Curry every time he was on, on the screen. And even in, in the previous films, he, he was all I thought he was going to be a serious Aquaman. Then he just turned into a party, hardy, boozy, um, just comedy sidekick or whatever in the other films. But I thought he was awesome in this. And every time it was him and Patrick Wilson on the screen, they were just comedy gold. Did it mean to be that funny? I don't know. But I thought it was an awesome film. But, yeah, that's coming in at my number five spot. Did you end up seeing this? I didn't. And I was hoping to get out, uh, heard really good things uh, from you and others. So uh, sounds like a lot of fun, but uh, I guess I can't add it to my list. All right. Moving on. I am going to go to my number four spot. And this is Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3. Uh, I didn't see it uh, right right out the gate. I kind of waited a little while, but I remember you seeing you always obviously went and seen it uh, the day it dropped. But and then you were saying on how sad it was, and then everyone was saying on how sad it was. And yes, it was. <laughs> uh, still reeling from his loss of Gamora, Peter Quill real rallies up his team to defend the universe with one of their own. A, a mission that means the end of the Guardians, if not successful. Uh, the written directed by James Gunn. He bounced back, uh, but he didn't. It was just my, a tweet or whatever, uh, and he didn't wasn't touching anyone. But everyone just was assumed that he was his career was over with. But he's gone over to DC now, so we'll see what he's got to do. But all right, Chris Pratt, Peter Quill, ooh, Chuk Wundi. I'm not even gonna try his last name. Uh, Bradley Cooper's Rocket, uh, Palm, what's her name? I'm not even going to pronounce that either. She's Mantis, Dave Bautista's Drax, Karen Gillian's Nebula, uh, Vin Diesel's Groot, and everybody else in, in this film. Uh, oh, my gosh. This movie was amazing. I wasn't even that, that excited for it because I didn't really care for the second one. I thought the second one was eh. The first one was hella good. Second one, I was like, yeah, all right, whatever, volume two. But this one, that's probably why I didn't rush out to see it. I was a little more juice for it because we got that, uh, the, the Guardians holiday special or whatever that was last year, which was awesome. Uh, I watched it again this year because uh, Eric didn't see it yet. So we, we sat down and we watched it this holiday season. But this one was hella good. It was so good. It was so sad. Oh man, I was wiping my my tears. I was I when everyone was saying it was going to be sad, I was like, all right, I think I can, I can deal with it. But then when you see it, I was like, oh. <laughs> but, but this movie was hella good. Are these guys going to continue as the Guardians? I don't know. Drax said he was done. Um, Andy Dwyer, he said he was done, but. No, uh, he's he, he's not. He changed <laughs> his mind. The thing at the yeah, they have the thing at the very end where but he's, then the, he's doing a film. But they're supposed to be changing it all, or every I don't know. I don't know what. No, happened they're not. Anymore. He's not doing a Guardians film. It's a legendary Star Lord film. Oh, that's right. That's right. That's right. Okay. Uh, if anyone's going to continue, I just want more Rocket. Give him his own movie. Bradley Cooper can do that easy. He doesn't even have to act. All you got to do is and just read the lines and and let the guys go to work with the with the computers and everything. Vin Diesel, 
I mean, that's easy money. Just go in there and say Groot over and over a million different ways. So, out of everybody, he lucked out the most. <laughs> We're just saying one or two words uh, in this film. Um, but it was cool, man. But, yeah, I wasn't expecting it to be that sad. And it, it was, it was, oh, it, it was rough. <laughs> but it was an amazing film. I thought it was awesome. But my second favorite out of the out of the, the the three films, and of course the soundtrack, fire. All all the movies, all three movies, the soundtrack was fire. So I loved everything uh, that was going into this one. So, but yeah, uh, Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Three is coming in at my number four spot. Where'd you have it? I had it all the way up at number four. Um, yeah, I was hoping for a little bit more fun on the way out for this series. And maybe there's a future for that uh, Guardians team that we do see in the end. Uh, maybe that'd be cool. I guess we can't count on it, but um, yeah. There was a lot to like at, uh, in it, but like I said, overall, uh, I was hoping for a little bit more Guardians classic fun. I mean, I guess we got that in uh, the previous year's holiday special, uh, which they said was uh, required viewing for the uh, Mantis-Star-Lord uh, connection. But, uh, yeah, I mean, obviously I love the Guardians, but for me... Uh, it probably would fall in order. I'd go one, two, three, uh, ranking them. And uh, I'd probably put uh, holiday special between one and two. <laughs> it would be one uh, holiday special, three, then two. Right. That holiday special was so good. So <laughs> I, good. Well, I don't even think it was, was it an hour or about a little, a little under about an hour. Yeah, about I don't know. It was awesome. It was so good. Come on, give me a live action GoBots movie now. We'll see. Didn't know they were going to be in the MCU, but apparently they are. Uh, anyway, um, when was, was that Transformers movie this year or last year? Uh, yeah, it was this year or last year, whatever the year we're reviewing. Oh man, I just realized that. Ah, I'm after <laughs> to go back and rewatch it again because I I like that Transformers movie. I thought it was awesome. But anyway, on to number three. Uh, when I saw the trailer, I was like, "All right, I'm on board" because I just loved what I saw. And this is, this is Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles: Mutant Mayhem. The film follows the Turtle Brothers as they work. To learn to love New York City while facing down an army of mutants. This was directed by Jeff Rowe and Kyler Spears. And starred uh, Makai Abbey as Donatello. Shannon Brown Jr. as Michelangelo. Nicholas Cantu as Leonardo. Brandy Noon as Raphael. Uh, Ayo Edibri as April O'Neil. Maya Rudolph as Cynthia... Uh, up Trump, I think that was her name. Uh, the great John Cena can't see me as Rocksteady. Seth Rogen as Bebop. Uh, Rose uh, Brian as Leatherhead. Uh, Natasha did something as Wingnut. Uh, Jackie Chan as Splinter. Uh, Giancarlo Esposito as Baxter Stockman. Uh, 
America's Most Wanted, Ice Cube as Superfly, Paul Rudd as Mondo Gecko, uh, Post Malone as Ray Fillet, Filet, whatever, uh, Derek Wilson as Spider, um, and then there were some other guys. Um, Paul Rudd was awesome. <laughs> I thought he was hella good as Mondo Gecko. Jackie Chan, it was cool to hear his voice. Um, but overall, I thought this movie was awesome. I watched it a few times once it hit uh, Paramount Plus. But the the thing that I love the most was I've said this on, on our initial review was the animation, the style they used. Some people didn't like that they drew it that way. They were like, it was too distracting. I didn't like I it. I really that- liked it. My mom didn't. We walked out and the people at the theater asked us what we thought. I really liked it. My, I was surprised. My mom was like, she said she really didn't like the style of, of it. And I was like, oh, what? I'm the opposite. <laughs> Not me, man. I thought it was awesome. I'm an artist, so I, I took it for what it was. I didn't, I didn't think it was going to be that good. I thought I figured that maybe they put too much uh, into the artwork and that was going to be it. But no, man, they really put in a good story. I thought the uh, the voice talent from all the four uh, young actors that they used to to play the turtles was amazing. Ice Cube, Ice Cube is Ice Cube, man. That's a he was basically himself, but he was a, a super fly character. But uh, John Cena and Seth Rogen, they were awesome as Bebop and Rocksteady. Um, again, Paul Rudd, Mondo Gecko, definitely bring him back for whatever reason, however you can. I thought he was amazing. And I, I, I know a lot of people were ah, April O'Neil, get over it. This is a, a new April O'Neil. I thought she was awesome, too. Strong little character. I did pick up the uh, the 4K Steelbook. It was at Best Buy, and then in, uh, I saw him at Walmart, and it's the exact same one. I, I love this Steelbook. I haven't opened it yet or watched any, any of the special features on it. Uh, I'm hoping that there's something that um, shows how they uh, obviously they I want to know uh the process on how they did it for for the artwork and everything but this steel book is awesome it says Kyle Bunga over 40 minutes of total totally awesome extras um this is the poster that I want it's when uh they're holding one of them's holding the skateboard we just see a hand and then a skateboard and then it says uh Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Mutant Mayhem but yeah this movie was hella good I saw it just the one time in the theater it was the first movie I took my grandson Daniel to see he was cool with it, and then he got fidgety towards the end. But uh, once it hit uh, Paramount Plus, I watched it a few times, and I thought this movie was hell good. I loved what was going on in it, and just awesome. I, I want someone to make uh, I, I, more of a high-end, high-price figures to to make these and make it look just like how they looked in in the movie. So, but. Man, Turtles, awesome, awesome film. That's coming in my number three spot. Yep, all the way at number two for me. Um, I actually would have had this on my standard end of year top ten, but uh, I kind of forgot for a minute that it it fell under uh, the comic book movie list. So, yeah, it uh, comes in all the way at number two for me. Like I said, I also really enjoyed the style of this and everything you said. Enjoyed the voice cast. Thought everybody was awesome. And 
Yeah, I might just have to add that steelbook to my collection at some point, too. <laughs> go to Walmart. That's where I got mine. All right. Yeah. My, num- my number two, I thought it was awesome. Uh, there was hardly anybody in the theater when I went and seen it that first night it came out. And I get it. I get why nobody wanted to see it. Everybody was boycotting it. But I, I had to see it. Um, and even just bringing back Michael Keaton didn't get everybody in the theater to see it. Uh, but this is the flash. Uh, Barry Allen uses a super speed to change the past, but his attempted to save his family creates a world without superheroes forcing him to race, uh, for his life in order to save the future. This was directed by Andy Mushanti. I think that's how I say his name and the stars Ezra Miller, a Sasha Callie, she played Zora, Zorel, Kara, Zorel, Supergirl. Uh, Michael Shannon is General Zod. Uh, Michael Keaton, Bruce Wayne, aka Batman. Hashtag not my Batman. Um, Ron Livingston is Harry Allen. Uh, uh, Marble Verdu is Nora Allen. Uh, Jeremy Irons is Alfred. That was cool. He, he came back in it for a second. Uh, Tamura Morrison is Thomas Curry. Uh, what's his nuts? Ben Affleck is Batman, <laughs> aka Bruce Wayne. He popped up in this. Uh, what's her nuts too from uh, Wonder Woman? Um, what the hell's her name? Uh, Gal Gadot. Gal Gadot. She popped up in this for a second uh, and everything. But man, this movie was awesome. I loved it. Again, I get. Why nobody wanted to see it? Ezra Miller's a weirdo and a creep and a uh, sex offender and all that. And is his career over with? I don't know. He didn't go to jail. I know that because he's still posting stuff on his Instagram and everything. So I, I don't know, man. I don't see anything coming up for him. Um, I don't know. Maybe he's going to lay low for a while, but. Uh, yeah, he's a weirdo, but, <laughs> but this movie was awesome, man. I loved it. I mean, and even when, uh, Batman came into play, uh, bringing him, bringing back, uh, his, uh, his look and, uh, the bat, his bat suit was a little upgraded. It didn't look like how it did in the, uh, previous films, uh, Batman or Batman returns, um, looked like, uh, the other Barry, Barry Allen too. He took, uh, the old Batman suit and made it into a flash suit and everything, but, uh Kara, um, she was awesome every time she was on the screen as Supergirl. And um uh I don't know if uh Michael Keaton was was the one in the suit when they were fighting. You could tell some of it was CGI, but it was still awesome. Michael Shannon, he's good in every role uh that he played. Jeremy Irons was awesome. He was only in it at the beginning for a little bit. And uh Ben Affleck, I liked him as Batman. I don't care what anyone says. I was juiced that he he made his uh, his appearance in it as well, and of course it's not a spoiler alert. We did get the uh, the ending scene with um, Aquaman, uh, all hella faded, and fell in the water, face down in it. But this movie was awesome. I watched it a few times. I haven't picked it up yet, but um, I thought it was an awesome film, man. I, I loved it. If you got Max, it, it's on there. Is is it out on Blu-ray? I don't I don't even know. I, yeah. I just yeah, it is. Okay. Because I'm when I went into Best Buy, I didn't see a steel book. I don't know. I have to search for it. There is I don't. One, I don't it, even, ha, it just has the logo. It's not that 
impressive, actually. <laughs> it just has the Flash logo. Okay, then I did see it. That's what I, that that was the first thing that popped in my head uh, about it. But uh, I liked the movie. I thought it was good. I mean, you be the judge. You either didn't see it or you did see it. But I this this was coming in at my number two. I enjoyed it. Yep, I really liked it too. Um, but I'm right there with you. I get it. I understand why uh, people didn't. I told you uh, famously uh, when I went to see it, it was just uh, took my mom's and there were uh, two other guys in the theater. That was it. And they were uh, like three rows ahead of us. But when we got the ending with uh, spoiler alert with uh, Clooney, <laughs> this guy lost his mind. He yelled out, No! They're in the whatever, what's his name? Uh, Schumacher verse. Ah! He like lost his mind about <laughs> that. Um, but other than that, like, I thought like uh, everything else was, uh, you know, really fun. All the. All the stuff you saw in the end, like, yeah. And there was also some complaints about uh, bad uh, CGI, bad graphics work, especially during the opening, like, babies scene. I saw I got a lot of criticism. And then uh, that end scene where we do see the the past of DC and uh, Christopher Reeves superman and the real superman right when we see all that like people thought some of that effects was not so good but uh, i was fine with it i'm usually not the biggest uh judge though of that kind of thing like i'm not a big uh i don't get uh too too wound up in uh if the cgi is good or bad it just matters to me if the movie's good <laughs> yeah the babies look terrible the ending stuff looked terrible but i was all right with it i mean i just i can't do it <laughs> so but but i enjoyed it for what it was i saw what they were trying to do adding adding um uh christopher reeve and helen slater a real supergirl uh and even bringing in uh, nicholas cage's super superman i thought that was interesting um, but it was cool, man. And then we got, uh, the old, uh, George Reeves and all that, uh, Superman and the old flash that, that was really neat, uh, and everything. And, uh, even, uh, uh, Adam West and those guys popped up in there too, like really yeah. quick. I mean, it was cool for what it was. I thought it was a cool, cool DC movie. And obviously we're not getting any more uh, of it and they're going to have to get someone else to, to be flash. I liked Flash when he in the first movie he appeared in, in that first Justice League movie. I know a lot of people didn't like that movie, but I thought it was cool. I thought he was going to be good. I didn't know he's a weirdo and doing all this crazy stuff, but I don't know, man. What can you do, everybody? I mean, this I always say it's a crazy world and there's a lot of crazy people in it. But I don't know. We'll see uh what happens and who who's going to take over uh the Barry Allen character. So, but overall, man, yeah, number number two was the Flash. I thought it was an awesome film. I really enjoyed it. But yep, all right. and I got it at number six. 
All right, on to the number one movie, and I assume it's yours as well. Yeah, Spider Man. It's pretty easy. Uh, Spider Man <laughs> across the the Spider Verse. Uh, Miles Morales uh, catapults across the multiverse, uh, multiverse where he encounters a team of Spider People changed, uh, charged with uh, protecting a very its very existence. When the heroes crash clash on how to handle the new threat. Miles must uh, redefine what what it means to be a hero. This was directed by Joaquim, I think that says Dos Santos, a Kemp Powers, and a Justin K. Thompson. And this stars Shamik Moore as Miles Morales, Haley Stanfield as Gwen Stacy, um, Brian Tree, Tyree Henry. Um, what was his name? Um, paper boy paper boy all about that paper boy uh jay played uh, uh jeff morales a luna lauren valdez is uh rio uh morales jake johnson is peter peter P- peter b parker i was happy that he came back oscar isaac as miguel o'hara a is is a ray a jessica drew um let me see who else was down this. Oh, Mahershala Ali as Uncle Aaron. Um, Andy Sandberg as Ben Riley. Rachel Dretch as Miss Weber. Jack Quaid as Peter Parker. Um, Oscar Isaac was uh, Spider Man uh, 2099 and everything. But man, this movie was awesome. It was so good. Uh, I loved it, um, and this was one of the films that made me ah at the end of the movie because it just ended, and I was like, oh my god, okay, Transformers: Rise of the Beast was this year, gotta rewatch it. Um, but man, I mean, Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse was our number one movie when that one came out as well. Big, but this one, man, I I knew it was gonna be good. It wasn't as good as the first one, but. I was just like, oh my god! I, I loved what they're doing, and I'm kind of scared now that we got two good animated Spider-Man films. Once they bring Miles Morales into live action, I I don't know if it's gonna be as good as these. I mean, it's, it's totally different what you can do with animation. You could do so much more, but the way they film this, just how they did the first film, amazing, amazing artwork. And they just like just did ten times over in this one because there was so much more going on in it, especially with all the other the billion different Spider Spider Man characters. Uh, I thought it was awesome. So, but oh man, it's it's it was an amazing film, man. I I had the steel book. I didn't get the uh, the Best Buy one. I think I bought this one at oh, excuse me. I got this one at Walmart. Um, this is just the Blu-ray one. I, I didn't. I missed the uh, the 4K one at Best Buy, but this one's cool. It's got over 90 minutes of extras, Easter eggs, deleted scenes, and more. Um, it's got uh, Miles Morales on the cover, and Spider-Man 2099, and Gwen, Spider Gwen, and then a bunch of other Spider-Mans chasing after him. So, but man, this movie was so good. I loved it. I just I saw it twice in the theater. But like I said, when it when it came, when it popped up at the end, and I was ah, I just jumped out of my seat because it was over, and everybody did. 
I saw it with a good crowd because everybody went, ah, <laughs> and then uh, I saw it again because Eric wanted to see it because he, he, he I said, you need to see this. I, you need to see it on the big screen. So we went and saw it again. And he did the same thing at the end. Once it was over, he went, oh, that's it. I went, yep. So I don't know when the next one's coming. I assume a couple it's years. Both. No, it's supposed to come out in March, but uh, because of the strike and everything it's got uh pushed back to it doesn't have a date so it might come out this year but it might not well they probably just did it all in one take if it's gonna it was it's gonna come out so soon if supposedly they're good with the animation they're not good with the voice work so that's what was held up because of the strike they couldn't do the voice work during the strike so uh they got to get everybody in the studio for that and when they do it'll be good to go <laughs> well they better hurry up and get in there and do it don't half-ass it but just get in there because <laughs> the way this one ended man i was just like oh my god um the movie was two hours and 20 minutes i didn't seem that long because i was so into it it just flew by and and like in my initial review i could have watched like six hours uh, of this <laughs> it was because it was so damn good i just loved everything about it and uh, just all of it i mean there was more family values in this thing as well dealing with miles morales because he's just a teenager but dealing with his dad and his mom and everything and then his uncle getting involved into it man was was awesome and oh man this movie was so good as soon as it was over i was like nothing's gonna top this one as far as yeah. comic book movies Right. I knew it because I I didn't expect much from the first film. I just like okay, I love Spider Man. It's like one of my favorite Marvel characters. So I was like, all right, cool. I mean, I'm just gonna go see because I didn't see that one until like it was like almost out of the theater. But I went and seen it, and I was like, oh my god, that movie was so good. But this one was awesome. I did get the steel book for that first one uh, as well. But man, this movie was so good, everyone. If you guys haven't seen it, uh, I think it's on Netflix now. So yes. the definitely check it out because it's definitely worth your time uh it's it's such an amazing film and that's why it's our number one but oh man spider-man across the spider-verse yep yep um we knew it we knew it when we saw it uh kind of locked in to that number one spot and it was going to be pretty impossible for anything to uh, to take it um we love the first and the second one delivered just as well. The art style is amazing and all the different uh, spider people we see and the personalities we got to see. And we even got some surprise and there was a couple of live action surprises that were really fun and cool. Um, the They had the, the video game Spider-Man, the PlayStation Spider-Man uh, was in a scene. So, yeah, just... So much, and like you said, uh, it was interesting seeing it with the theater audience because uh, the you know the reaction, like you just said, like the whole uh, is it gonna you know like oh man, what's gonna happen next? Like it's ending it there. But um, one thing I can't forget to mention is (laughs) um, 
sadly, I mean, it's not going to hold it back from getting the number one spot. But when I did see this in the theater, I don't know if you remember, it was sadly a thing for this film. That, oh. <laughs> um, the sound was ruined and it wasn't just for me but a, a lot of the first run theaters uh had a problem with the sound um thankfully my theater was so into it nobody was inconsiderate nobody uh was talking or speaking over it or you know making it a bad time but yeah it was the sound was low it was hard to hear and like some of the dialogue was even hard to hear and that was obviously a little disappointing um so uh even the 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 directors the lord miller i remember they they tweeted out or like they were sending out stickers like uh tell your theater to like put it on this sound setting or something like that. Cause like it was, yeah, it wasn't going right. So sadly, uh, that'll be part of the memory of it, but, uh, I'm just thankful. Uh, like I said, everybody was considerate enough in my theater that, uh, was still able to, uh, you know, fully enjoy it, even though it was, uh, quite quiet. <laughs> Not mine. It was full blast <laughs> when I saw the, the two times in the theater, but yeah, you got lucky. I didn't. <laughs> I didn't. I didn't watch my Blu-ray yet, or I didn't. Uh, didn't even realize it was on Netflix. I haven't watched it on there yet. But um, there's differences. They changed stuff for that release, so I watched you it. By, watch it. I watched it by other means before I got the. <laughs> the the blu-ray and everything so but i wouldn't well, like know I what said, the the blu-ray they they changed some stuff small stuff but is it obvious i haven't seen this movie enough to realize what's new and what isn't probably not but yeah and i know it was like a story like that mm. they had changed little things well all right everyone that is it for this episode i'm gonna run down my list number 10 Shazam, Fury of the Gods. Number nine, Ant-Man and the and the Wasp, Quantumania. Number eight, The Killer. Number seven, The Marvels. Number six, Blue Beetle. Number five, Aquaman and the Lost Kingdom. Number four, Guardians of the Galaxy, Volume 3. Number three, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, Mutant Mayhem. Number two, The Flash. And number one, Spider-Man, Across the Spider-Verse. Run down your and list. Mine... Uh, didn't see Aquaman, so I, that would be a 10. I'm sure it would be higher, but uh, starting at 9, Blue Beetle. 8 was The Killer. 7 was Shazam. 6 was Flash. 5 was Quantumania. 4 was Guardians Volume 3. 3 was Marvels. 2 was Mutant Mayhem. And 1 was Spider-Verse. So, all right, everyone. That is that is it. Um, Yay. We still got two more uh pods for you guys uh tv regular tv as well as uh movies we're gonna end it with movies so but yeah man it was i thought it was an awesome year for uh comic book movies there was some other um graphic novel uh movies that i haven't seen because just didn't have no interest there was other uh comic book graphic novel tv series that just didn't didn't grab my attention I, I didn't really care for now that's just me everyone but man i do hear good things about some of these other shows i just didn't watch them 
Mm-hmm. Watch me watch him and then kick myself that I didn't watch him. But I don't know. Who knows? We'll see. But all right, everyone, that is it. This episode, uh, we are out of here. We'll try to come back whenever we can uh, for the next two episodes. So until then, yeah. please be safe. Follow us on Facebook. Uh, and uh, follow us everywhere. Oh, Facebook. <laughs> Spotify for podcasters. Just click the link below. Follow us on YouTube. Uh, pick up a t-shirt or Public. Follow us on X at Pod at MagnezPod, at, the, at TheoZisu. Instagram at EastSocietyPod, at TheZisu, at MagnezPod. And follow us on TikTok East at East Society Pod. Intro and outro music by Mixlaw Beat Productions. Please go over to his website www.mixlawproduction.com. List uh, link is below. All you got to do is click on it, listen to what you like, and buy. Awesome, awesome selection. Got so much. Uh, or go over to his YouTube page. Uh, all of his music is over there, and there's links for you to to buy as well. But All right, everyone, we're out of here. So come back next time, whenever that is. So until then, be safe out there and party on. Yep. Thanks, everyone, for listening. Till next time, have fun, be safe, and we'll see you next time. Bye.